0: hey cycle listeners we're back (laughs) did not expect this one huh? a little bonus episode something something we uh had a conversation with jack aiello who was at the park throwing out a first pitch and uh this kid has really taken the world by storm this last fantastic young man Some of you will know the name. Um, If you don't know the name, you probably know the story. He did a uh, speech at his graduation, grade Mm -hmm. school, middle school graduation, eighth Mm -hmm. grade graduation. He's on his way to high school. And he did uh, a bunch of impressions of the presidential candidates, guys that are on the trail. Obama's in there too as well. But Donald Trump and Bernie, and and we talk about it. Uh, Very funny kid and uh his dad he was here with his dad um his whole family was here they said they had a bunch of people yeah coming like out. 12
1: people coming out to watch him throw yeah. out a first pitch which is great and he's just he's just this great kid who's just sitting there taking it all in you know he's yep. like just sitting as, as excited as possible about the fact that he's throwing out a first pitch he was on Fallon. i mean he's gonna do all these cool things and uh i know i wanted
0: to keep him a little grounded because it's like dude that, that's stuff that we, i want to do right right <laughs> you know but whatever I don't know. And then I told him, too, on the way out. I was like, hey, have fun with puberty. <laughs> no, I did not say that I, to him. So. So. His dad's <laughs> listening right now, like, you. Yeah, right. No, they're a great family. Really, really nice. good people. And uh, it was a nice conversation. What a good kid. And he's got a, a great. And, I, and I, again, as I said to you, I'm not going to make fun of this kid because we're probably. going to be opening for him. Yeah. Right. One of these days. You're like, Jack, can you take me to your. <laughs> Come on. Gig? Right. <laughs> I need some work. (laughs) You help Um, me get back into this club? We also got some great feedback on our episode with Marv Levy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we uh, have a little bit more to give you of Marv Levy. Towards the end of the conversation, we wrapped up the the interview. We just kept talking. He's Mm -hmm. that guy, you know, just a phenomenal guy, so warm. So we turned the uh, machine back on. Started recording again, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit more of Marv Levy that we wanted to share with you. Great, and there's just some great stuff in there. Just some, just uh, again, ninety, about
1: to be ninety-one years old, uh, so sharp, yeah, and so fun to listen to. I could just sit
0: there and listen to that guy talk football all day. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah, phenomenal. All right, so this is again a little bonus episode. I'll remind you that we are doing a giveaway right now, and the deadline is August first. All you need to do is retweet the cycle posting and the White Sox Twitter feed. Uh, you can tag me and Jim Flanagan in that too at I'm McGann not. Pat, at Jimmy Flan. And then take a screenshot of it, though, because it just makes things a lot easier to verify who you are. The other option is to review the podcast on iTunes. And, again, you don't have to praise the podcast. Be honest. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think. Take a screenshot of that as well, though, and then that will put you in the running for an autographed baseball mm-hmm. by Melky Cabrera.
1: Send us an email uh, at uh, shy, or excuse me, the cycle at shysocks.com. Uh, send us an email with that screenshot, and uh, that's how you get into the running for the – for the Melky Cabrera autographed ball. Uh, a great will, ball. Looks good. It he's a, you
0: know he's a switch hitter. He's also a switch autographer. <laughs> so he writes Melky with his left hand mm-hmm. and Cabrera with, with his, his right. right. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating it's to really watch him do that. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. It was a nice little study. And if you believe that, then <laughs> you're probably my mom. <laughs> Is <laughs> uh, she listening? Hi. <laughs> oh yeah, she always listens. Oh, good. She's the best. Good. All right. Enjoy this uh, little bonus episode of the cycle. Well, welcome to The Psycho. This is a, uh, and again, we're breaking ground every week when we do this, this podcast. And today we have our, the youngest guest we've ever had. And we're thrilled to have him here. Jack Aiello is joining us. Jack, how are you, man? I'm good. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who don't know who Jack is, you've had your head in the sand because this guy, <sighs> since June 7th, has been everywhere. Talk, <laughs> us, talk to us about the graduation. How that all came about? You were invited to speak at the graduation because why? We were the... so
2: yeah. So everybody in um my grade had to write a speech for graduation, and there were it was like a competition. There were a few rounds, and you know people got moved through, and in the end they narrowed it down to four people to speak at graduation.
0: And you had to, like audition, or you just had to write it? Um yeah I mean, it? We, yeah we
2: we write it we wrote it and then we presented it in front of our English class and then we moved on from there. There were a couple other rounds, and we narrowed it down to the to the four. How cool is that?
1: It was this something you. Ever like did you ever think about public speaking and impressions and something as something you wanted to do?
2: Yeah, I I did. I actually someday want to become a politician and like run for office. So public speaking, I I, I really enjoy it. You're still yeah.
0: that that's still the goal after this world, week, <laughs> <laughs> right? Aren't right, you now like no? I'm not gonna I'm gonna make fun of politicians. There's more pride, more money in that, more fun in that. Yeah.
1: Here's our problem with it, Jake. Uh, we're comedians, and Jack. You're, Jack I'm sorry, Jack. I'm just, we're comedians, and this is how mad he is. <laughs> you've done everything that we want to do with our careers in the last five weeks of your life. It's pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, laugh it
0: up, Jack. <laughs> laugh it up. You've been on Fallon. I've been working my ass <laughs> off, going to comedy clubs all over the country. No, but good no, on. That's cool. Come rub it in our face. What else are you doing today? Throwing the first pitch, of the Sox game. Oh, I've never done that either. <laughs> Jack, man, you're living the life, huh? It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's been a really eventful past few weeks. Talk it's about going on Jimmy Fallon. How cool was that? How'd oh my you gosh, uh, was... he call you? <laughs> Not him personally, but well, the Well actually
2: they um they contacted my principal first cause they and then principal's my pr- your agent. <laughs> you're, like, you're working for <laughs> me <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been he's been great. He's like been fielding all these calls. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's uh, what was the grade school?
2: Um so it was Thomas Middle School in Arlington Heights.
0: Middle school. And now you're heading to high school. Yeah. And you're walking in there with some <laughs> momentum, man. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to meet some people.
1: <laughs> How have things changed at school since all this started going down?
2: Well, um, I haven't been in school, so... Oh, it was the graduation. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> I I'm actually... I was in the... Uh, a summer school class, mm-hmm. though, like for Saint Victor. Um that's the high school I'm going to, and a lot a lot of people saw the the Jimmy Fallon thing and saw my speech, so it that's it, been pretty. Well, cool. that's
1: what you said on Fallon. You're like you didn't tell anyone yet, kind of
0: surprising. Yeah, him going I, I in. hadn't
2: I hadn't told anybody at that point. Yeah, but after afterwards, then I, I I couldn't help it. I had to, I had to tell some people.
0: <laughs> so on Jimmy Fallon, they wrote a sketch for you, and they they picked Donald Trump because you did so many impressions, right? You did Bernie. <laughs> Who else? Uh yeah I
2: did I, I started off in the speech with Donald Trump and then I did Ted Cruz and yeah then, right
0: Ted Cruz that was great
2: <laughs> and then I did uh, President Obama and then I did Hillary Clinton and then I ended with Bernie Sanders which
0: is your favorite to do
2: oh gosh uh, I don't know if I could choose one fa- I, I know I mean I know the easiest one would have to be Bernie Sanders yeah. I don't know if I could choose a favorite though I really like doing them give all. us
0: a little Trump right now what would what would Trump be saying being here today throwing out the first pitch.
2: You know I'm gonna throw out the first pitch today. You know it's gonna be fantastic. You know I'm gonna throw, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw right down the middle. <laughs> it's gonna be huge. No, it's, really like, huge. <laughs>
0: no. well, it's the same size ball that everyone uses. Donald. <laughs> it's gonna be huge.
1: You have the mannerisms down to a T, and like you said, I mean, just loving politics is that one of the first thing you pick, one of the first things you pick up about these people?
2: Yeah, I mean, I um you'd be surprised that I really, I really didn't take time to to, to study them. I, I just, I really enjoy watching it, like watching the debates and like the press conferences and some of the rallies and, you know, I just pick up a lot of the mannerisms and like, you know, their voice quality, things like that.
0: Do you do people outside of politics as well?
2: You know, I, I well, besides my family and my teachers, <laughs> yeah. I, I really haven't, um. Your dad's
0: I, in the room right now. Do you have an impression of your dad?
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I, N- not one that i think he'd want me to share <laughs> on that interview. hey
0: you're running that house now yeah. don't you understand <laughs> the things you've done the last month you're in charge i'm kidding you got to respect your parents but i think it's awesome so fallon you met someone else at jimmy fallon
2: yeah i met a, i met a couple other people i met um uh, martin short uh, and brilliant I, guy I, yeah incredible yeah No. uh, Jimmy Fallon brought Lauren Michaels to my dressing room, which was really cool. like, yeah, I heard all all about him on the Saturday Night Live, and
0: he wanted to watch you get dressed. That's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just another shot because I never met Lauren Michaels, and it's not something that I like to do. Um, So, what was it like meeting him?
2: Oh my gosh! It, it it was so cool. It was it was really brief, but like I mean, it, it was just so cool being able to shake his hand and yeah, say hi to him. It was it was really awesome. Did you get pictures with him? No, I didn't. I didn't get to because I had to get ready for the yeah. For the You're
0: like sorry, Lauren. No photos. <laughs> I'm about to be on. <laughs> now they wrote that Donald Trump sketch, and did you, you you shot it actually? Did you shoot in front of the live audience?
2: Yeah, so I practiced it a couple of times. I practiced it once with one of the writers and then I practiced it once with Jimmy Fallon. And then they had um I think it's called a monologue audience come in and then we did it in front of it, it was something like forty people, I I think, something some of them around there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then the um you got to do a couch interview with them too.
2: Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, what was he asking you? Was he a better interviewer than me and Jim? <laughs> 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 Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I noticed though is when you were
1: when you were on the couch I mean you were just so excited to be there have you been just able to enjoy the moment and just take it all in while this is all happening
2: yeah I, like I mean just the the time right before I went out when I was behind the curtain and It was just, it was crazy. And then when I heard him announce my name and open the court or open the curtain and there was, there was the audience and he was there to, oh gosh, I mean, like it was, it was crazy. I never would have thought that anything like that would have happened. Yeah. It's insane. It
0: changes everything. Now you're you're about to go to high school. Yeah. Your parents are going to be like, it's first day. Wasn't that exciting? Isn't that great? You're like, I've done Fallon. (laughs) You know who I am? (laughs) Jack Aiello. And then you can start imitating them. Asking you silly questions, right? <laughs> do you have other siblings?
2: I have uh, one younger brother named Joey. Uh, yeah,
0: is he pretty excited for you? Oh
2: uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's been he's excited for me. Yeah. How old
0: is he? Uh, he's ten. He's ten. Yeah, so you're kind of raising the bar there. Is he uh, <laughs> is he trying to do some impressions as well?
2: Uh, <laughs> no, he d- he really doesn't do too many other than a, a few relatives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So you're fourteen. Mm-hmm. You're throwing out the first pitch today. You, this month has been just a whirlwind, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. What was the highlight?
2: Oh, man. Uh, I I would have to go with doing the skit and the interview with Jimmy Fallon was just so fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So in the future, when you get an opportunity like that, I served it up for you. It was, you. You should have said the cycle, being here right now. <laughs> I gave it right to you. I'm just trying to get you ready for future interviews. Like That, that was right there for you. But thank you for insulting <laughs> us. Face to face, Dad. What about, what about
1: today? I mean, you're throwing out a first pitch. Mm-hmm. How excited are you for that? Are you oh, nervous? Man. You excited? Where Where the feeling is oh, at?
2: Both. I'm 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 nervous, but at the same time, it's going to be so cool to stand on the on the pitcher's mound and being able to throw throw the first pitch. I just, I, am still trying to take it all in, kind <laughs> yeah. of. But yeah, I mean, are I'm you just, Sox fan? I am. Yes, yeah. I'm a White Sox. Who's fan. your favorite player? Oh man, I, I, I really like Chris Sale. I yeah, really right. Love, yeah. I like, a, I like a lot of them, though,
0: yeah. You got to start doing some White Sox impressions. We'll have you back. <laughs> watch some Honestly, watch some post-game yeah. stuff. Watch some interviews. Pick up a couple. And we'll have you back on the show. We'll have you do some White Sox impressions. All How right. about that? All right. Yeah? yeah? All right, man. Jack, we really are just thrilled for you. How exciting. I think you're going to meet some girls in high school. <laughs> I don't think you're having an issue with that. Um, anything you want to plug? Are you on Twitter? Uh, no,
2: no, no, I don't think you so. You got to get on Twitter,
0: man. <laughs>
1: Jack, for people who haven't seen it yet, where can people see the speech? Your YouTube speech. channel?
2: Um, I mean, They have it on a lot of the news websites. There are a few other uh, videos of it, on uh, full videos of it on YouTube, and the Jimmy, Fallon, the Jimmy Fallon things are on YouTube as well.
0: Yeah, again, if you haven't seen this guy, it's just great. go to YouTube. Go, just Google Jack Aiello. The thing went viral. It's been seen millions of times. Even my mom has seen it. So if you haven't seen it by <laughs> now, you guys are losers. <laughs> Check it out, it's phenomenal. I love that you did it. You went out there. Was there any moment where you're like, I don't know if I want to speak in front of my class? Can you like, can you imagine if you I, hadn't done it?
2: Yeah, I I have to admit the first the first night the night before it was my turn to go in front of my English class. I was I was really nervous, thinking that they might not think it's funny just because yeah. you know, like because I'm one of the only kids in my grade that's really into politics. So I didn't think they'd be able to appreciate it as much. <laughs>
0: and once you got that first laugh though.
2: Yeah, then it, then it, yeah, once once I got through a couple of the Donald Trump sentences, yeah. then it was then it was all uphill.
0: And yeah. you wrote that yourself?
2: Yes, I did. I did write it myself.
0: Phenomenal yeah. man. Well we're excited for you. I'm sure there's a lot more great stuff to come. Good luck to you. Enjoy yeah. Saint Viator.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: And thanks for being with us today on the site. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's all right. <laughs> Jack Ayello, everyone. Thanks, Jack. A friend of mine, uh, you know, I went to school in Ohio with a bunch of Buffalo guys, so I have this affinity to Buffalo. Guys at Orchard Park High School. And and anyway, I sent them a note that I was going to be sitting down with you today, and one of them asked me to ask you about the over-officious comment on the sidelines.
3: Well... Uh, I was mic'd, and every NFL films mic you for a game or two a year, so I had to be very careful, no profanity. Uh, <laughs> but I got very upset with an official out on the field about a call that I didn't think he should have made, and so I, in my anger, I called him an over officious jerk. Well, that went viral. <laughs> that went viral is all over the place. But let me tell you, go beyond that, that over officious jerk was a guy <laughs> named Bill Quinby. Bill Quinby attended co-college in Cedar Rapids, Iowa just (laughs) as I did. He was a few years after me but I was back at a reunion three or four years ago in a room with about 75 other co-college alums and into the room walked Bill Quinby. And in unison, the whole room said, you over-officious <laughs> jerk.
1: <laughs> Do you think that, because you said you were mic'd up for one or two games a year back then. Do you think that's, like, would that, if you were coaching today, would you have to completely change the way you spoke and everything now that everything is aired? You know, everything is caught on camera? Uh,
3: You've got to be aware of it. I once mm-hmm. uh, did use uh, a... a Relatively mild swear word, but I got a. Uh, Which an, one um, was it? You could swear on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'll pass oh, on that. Really hoping. Was it shit? Uh, like, like, <laughs> was it? <laughs> I'll be like George Allen when he swore. It was always Dad, dreaded or Doggone it or something. No, it was. <laughs> That's better than swearing these days. It really it's more creative. Yeah. Really it, yeah so uh, <laughs> uh, I forget what I was saying. You saying uh, that you. you, wrote you a letter. Hmm. Oh, after after I did actually swear, I got a letter from a teacher reprimanding me. Her students were watching the game, and so on, so so. I wrote her an apology and said she was right. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah.
0: That's so great. Do, that does happen though. Like I always wonder that when I watch, when I'm watching a White Sox game. Like, how? What are the buzzwords? I mean, I'm sure it's different football to baseball, but is it? There's just certain words that you do not say, and you're gonna, or you're gonna get a penalty because you don't see
3: NFL coaches get kicked out of a game. Well, I don't know. Some some are, uh, are more foul mouthed than others, I guess. I don't know. I've never been exposed to a lot of it. You've heard it, you've heard it, and I've seen some coaches almost every third word out of their mouth at practice is that. And
0: I wonder why they do that. They they always eject guys out of baseball games. They don't only eject coaches other sports, really.
1: I think it's just different. I mean, it, it vanity, you mean? In, yeah, in baseball they eject guys for. You all offer questioning officials and things of that nature, yeah. but did you know there were certain things, even if it wasn't swear words that you could say to a to a guy to well, really get them i, I over don't know the, i don't
3: know if there were any guidelines such okay. as that to tell you the truth but uh uh there was a lot of education by the league office each year that we'd have sessions that related you know to that type of relationship and the impact it had on the game and mm-hmm. fans, so we were we were we are made aware of it. Sometimes your emotions would run high, but
0: what are your thoughts on the NFL today and all the um, you know with the concussions and, and those things going on?
3: Well, they're just more aware of it, of course now I think than it used to be. Players are bigger, maybe they're a little faster. The collisions might be greater. Uh, there's more insight. I know the league. Uh, he he catches a lot of heat for it. Uh, Roger Goodell, the commissioner, he's an excellent commissioner and cares about the players and the people in the game. Um, but uh, I don't know what the answer is. I've heard some guys, uh, I think Mike Ditkin may have said it, I might be wrong on this, that if he, he wouldn't let his son play football today because of uh, th- that type of concern. Uh, it does concern me. It does concern me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it does. It has to be something that is, it's good that it's on people's minds and that it's at least out there and people yeah, are more they,
3: educated about it. They're trying to take steps to, to certainly lessen the possibility of it occurring.
1: You span so many generations of football, just with your experience from the 50s on. I'm just curious, when you left for your first retirement in 97 and then came back to Buffalo as a GM in 2006, how different
3: was the game in that time? Was there a lot of, a lot of change in that 10 years? Well, everything evolves mm. uh, medicine, uh, technology, uh, uh, everything evolves, and the game does change a little bit. Uh, but I'll tell you, the same things that won back when Red Grange played in the 1920s win now. If you run, throw, block, tackle, catch, kick better than your opponent, you're going to win. I don't care if you're running the wing tee or what your offense or defense is. Yeah,
0: some things you just go back to the fundamentals. It'd be grave, you'd be like, the biggest difference was we weren't any stupid podcasts that I had to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final question. What, did, what do you miss the most about coaching, and what do you miss the least?
3: Uh, I miss the most is winning. I miss the least is losing. No. All right. <laughs> and that has been Marv Levy on the cycle. I walked right into that one. Do
0: you want to answer that again? Oh,
3: well, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make something no, up. No, that's really what I do. Well, I used to tell our players, though, you don't get paid for Sunday. You get paid for prepare for Sunday. Sunday's fun. Yeah,
0: so, Sunday is fun, huh? Yeah. Are you watch, do you watch games now?
3: I do watch them, yes. And Again, once more, I'm not – I can't tell you the draft like I could tell you everybody's 10th round draft choice back when there were that many rounds and all that, but uh, I still watch it, yes.
1: Do you still get calls about, like, you know, do you have coaches – because you have a huge coaching tree under you, but do you uh, still get calls about players, plays, or anything, just questions from people?
0: Not very often, not very often, no. no. Well, it bothers me as a Bears fan that they never were able to capitalize on your talents. Have you had any, did you and the Bears ever intersect?
3: Well, I know the Bears' owners very well, uh, the family well, and I have very high regard for them.
0: Uh, Why? What have they ever done? Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs>
3: the, the, they were wonderful league meetings. They were friendly to everyone. They, they, were, they were warm-hearted. I, I I have high regard for them. And I know if you don't win the championship every year, you should have done it. You should have done the other thing. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I don't know if you were aware
0: of this, but we won it in '85. 85, '85. 85 no one really no talks, one talks about them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm aware of it. Very much so. All right. Well, thanks again, Marv. We really appreciate you joining us, and um, we want to wish you all the best. Enjoy your retirement, and uh, we'll be looking for some more poems soon. All and, right. Very uh,
3: good. I, I will do that, and thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to visit with you and all of our listeners. Thank you. He gone. He did it.